0: It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually,
1: what in the dang heck, just grab a drink and chill. It'll be like
0: eavesdropping and a girls' night,
1: all wrapped up into one. remember how to do it season three welcome back guys season three we've been at this for going on we started in 2020 yeah so we started like like midst of covid like beginning of covid before covid was even called covid
0: so was it january of 2020 then because carrie was born in 2020 and i was still pregnant when we started
1: so did we start in 2019 Um. No, I'm pretty sure we started. Okay, this is like totally a rant. This is irrelevant. I was living in LA, and then I, during COVID, went back to Chicago in like March or April, and that's when I woke up at 2 a.m. and was like, "We need to start a podcast." (laughs) And it's called What in the Ding
2: Hag.
0: (laughs) You did all the brainstorming for this at 2 a.m. and just texted me, and I was like, "Yep, I'm in." (laughs) Yeah, I was <laughs> like, didn't even <laughs> like, have to cool. convince you no I was like down I had nothing going on in my life in New Mexico I was like give me something to do <laughs> so that's when this was born like we're right at the tip of when we started conception yeah. date conception of the pod Let's oh baby go <laughs> three years season three we're back it's been a while that was the longest break we've ever taken it felt good it felt missed- really good I missed missed you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what we wanted to happen at the end of this all. We were like, we want to miss it Mm -hmm. because it gets to a point where we're like, okay, we're reaching burnout. We are approaching burnout and we need to stop for a second.
1: Well, it's like when Sunday night comes around and I forgot that it was Sunday night and needed to edit the podcast. That's mm -hmm. when I knew I was like, this is time. It's time (laughs) when, when it was Monday
0: night and you're like graphic question mark. And I was like, Frick, what did we even talk about question mark that's when we knew
1: <laughs> yeah I was like we are professionals <laughs> yeah
0: this is not how it's done so we're here hopefully this is better
1: <laughs> yeah well we'll <laughs> just start off with our usual and, and hopefully we have new listeners we've been seeing a lot of people True. binging over the holidays which I love yes. I'm such a binge podcast kind of gal you are um So thanks for being here. Thanks for following us along. If you've been here since the beginning, thank you. Thanks for being loyal. We really appreciate you for that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. So what's your heck no? We'll just start it off here. Uh, My
0: heck no is that I've been in this mind rut for like months and I feel like I've talked to you about it a little bit off and on yeah. the past couple of months. But yeah. since like four months postpartum with Jeannie, I've just been in this like ebb and flow, up and down, not balanced, not consistent. I don't know what's going on kind of thing. And then it just, yeah, it's just like not like me at all. I've never been in this situation before where I can't figure out what it is and like fix it or like rebalance out or whatever. So just been in a mind rut, um, which is just like, as far as social media goes, I'm in a mind rut. As far as like um, motherhood goes, mind rut. As far as like overall self-esteem confidence goes, mind rut. Like just every mm-hmm. avenue of my life right now is just, I just feel like I'm in muddy water. That's literally what I wrote during my time with Jesus today. And I was like, nothing's clear to me. I don't know what your will for me is in my life right now in the season. I don't know what's like, a wrong priority or wrong order mm-hmm. in my life and what I needed like, everything's just so confusing to me right now. And I don't understand why. And I literally went to confession and spiritual direction like two days ago. And I'm saying all of this. So it's not like I'm like far from the church or far from the sacraments or far, like, none of that's happening, but I'll just say my heck yes, heck yes right now too. Cause it kind of connects to it. My heck yes is that I went to church for a quote unquote coffee date with Jesus. And I used to do them all the time in college I've even talked about them on here before, but it'd been like four years since I'd done that. And I had a whole list of things to do today. And I had three hours of a babysitter and I was like, nope, none of this is even relevant if I can't figure out what the heck is going on with me right now. So I booked a last minute, 30 minute massage because we are mind and body and spirit. And then after that, I went straight to the church and I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here for as long as it takes. If it takes the rest of my time with the sitter, it takes the rest of the time with my sister. (laughs) But I'm not leaving until I feel some peace and clarification. (laughs) And so I like, I don't want to say I bartered with God, but I sat down and was like, you've got me for a total of like an hour and a half. Like, let's do this thing. Let's figure out what is going on with me. So it was a heck yes, because I finally sat down and was in like quiet without like anticipating Mm -hmm. kids waking up. I wasn't anticipating kids needing me. There wasn't like laundry and dishes around me that were screaming at me, telling me they needed to get done totally talking to you. Oh my gosh. Yep. We've talked about it before. So it was just me, my chai, my notebook and Jesus. And I was like, this, this is it. This is what I should be doing once a week. This is probably the issue with why I felt so confused and so like lost because how the heck am I going to expect to hear God's will so clearly in my life? If I'm not putting aside time to just sit and let Him talk to me.
1: Mm-hmm. However
0: long he needs to, you know, like I have to schedule in dates with Avery now. I should also be scheduling in that time with Jesus and paying a sitter if that's what it takes to go do this. Because 10 yeah. to 15 minutes every morning of reading the daily gospel is not it. It's like that's not gonna it's not work. Not doing it for you. Uh-uh. It's not doing it for me. If it's doing it for y'all, great, cool, keep working at it. It obviously isn't working for me because we're on like month five of me trying that. That's <laughs> not working. Um, so. That's my heck no. My heck yes. And my life update all in one. <laughs> no, this
1: is good. I, okay. I want to pose a qu- question. Like, tell me what if nothing's wrong? Oh, I, like, what if, you know, what like, if, I if making this is an where issue? You're, yeah. Like, what if this is where you're supposed to be? Oh, like, what totally. if you don't need to be anywhere else? What if you don't need to be doing anything different? What if this yep. is exactly right? What, and that's what it is. That's kind
0: of what my spiritual director and our priest said was he was like, God pulled you away out of what unquote" slavery from something, which was my, um what do we call it? Where we're work obsessed, a workaholic. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a bit of a workaholic. And he's kind of pulled me from that and I've obeyed and I've said, okay, God, I will pull back and I will be much more prudent in deciding when to do work, when to take on work, all these things. And now I'm kind of in this weird spot where I'm like, I don't know who I am, what I'm doing, what I should be doing, all this stuff. And he was like, he pulled you into the desert, just like he did in Exodus. He took them from slavery. He told them they would he would take them to the promised land. They were like, this yeah. is great. Let's go get us out of slavery. Heck yes. Where's this milk and honey? Desert. Let's go. <laughs> yes, yes. And then they get into the desert and they're like, no, nah, I'd rather go back to slavery. Thanks. Like, this is dumb. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at right now. And he was like, you need to figure out what you need from God and ask him for it. And I was like, okay. Okay. And then I was like, bro, I don't know what I need. Like I literally am so confused. I I don't talk to my priest like that. I'm just being really chill with y'all right now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, but I was like, I don't know what I need. And so today and, and like, it wasn't even adoration. It was just journaling with Jesus in an open church. I was like, I like, tell me what I need. Cause you know, you know what I need. I have no clue what I actually need from you. And I need you to like, Just give me the open eyes and open heart to receive it and see it clearly. And as I was leaving, I looked up what the word faith meant. And it means one of the many definitions was complete confidence. And I was like, okay, yeah, I would appreciate complete confidence in your will, (laughs) in myself. I would would love me some complete confidence right now um, in all the avenues of my life.
1: And I was like, maybe that's what I need to be asking God for is like a revitalization of my faith right now. So. Yeah. Because what if nothing's wrong? What if you're doing nothing hmm. wrong? What if you don't need yeah. anything from God besides the confidence? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what if you yeah. don't like, like need maybe i things for yeah. you. Yeah,
0: exactly. I don't think I need him to move any walls or break down any walls or anything. I don't think I need. Like I don't think I know deep down that I'm not doing a bad job as a mom, as a wife in work, like all mm-hmm. these things, but I just don't feel confident in them at all. And I'm second guessing everything and that's very, very strange for me to be doing. Yeah. It feels very foreign. Um, and it just makes me beat myself up more because I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> and so I really don't think there's a whole lot that I need to have changed, but I need God to do something internally with yep. my faith in him. So
1: and what's so interesting is like, so you've stepped away from photography quite a bit. Yes. Um and photography was the only thing that was the same from your old life and your own identity. That was yes. the only thing that was the same yeah. prior to children. True. Your body's not the same. How <laughs> you know, like you know what I soccer mean? Like isn't the attitude, same. Yep. yeah, your soccer, like your Freedom. hobbies. Yeah. Nothing, even your prayer life, yeah. it's not the same. And photography was the only thing that was the same. Mm-hmm. And now that you've given that up quite a bit, I yeah. mean, yeah, it makes sense. I would also not know who I was and like, what, right. you know, like right. I would be second guessing everything. Cause that was the one thing that you were holding on to that was like, that's mm-hmm. Megan. That's yeah, the that's, old that's Megan. The thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's also very humbling and kind of stripping to realize like, okay, yeah, I say my identity is in God. And like, I, like I say, like he's enough. And then it's like, oh my gosh, my identity clearly wasn't in God because he's not changed, but other things in my life have, and it's making me go, who am I? And it's a good thing, but it's like a, it's not a comfortable thing. So it's like,
1: (laughs) I think (laughs) I would feel the same though. Like, oh yeah. I, you know, I see myself as yes, a daughter of God, but An entrepreneur right yeah and we take pride in that and we're
0: good at it so we're like yeah this is like like if we were to describe ourselves as someone I always said traveling wedding photographer and I was dang proud to say that and I was like so confident in saying that there wasn't any bit of me that was like oh I don't really want them to look at my work now that I've said that it was like no 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 like that's that's what I am that's what I do like heck yes and now that I don't go around saying that as my first thing I like one don't really know what to tell people because I'm like.
1: I'm, I don't How much know. time do you have?
0: I, know, I was like, how do I explain this, um, in a short book? Um, so, <laughs> and so it's just, it's very eye-opening, very humbling, not a very comfortable place to be. We're in yeah. the desert right now, which we all know I did not get along well with. So in New Mexico, <laughs> New Mexico, I'm getting flashbacks It was right like now.
1: super sketchy, like not a great target over super there. Like, yeah. You
0: have to choose, pick and choose which Walmart to go to. It's just, not a very comfortable, easy life, you know? So (laughs) yeah, that's where, that's where we're at over here right now, but.
1: But I'm sure it's relatable. I, you know, shoot. (laughs) So something that before I jump into my heck yes and heck no, something that's really common here in Japan specifically Mm -hmm. is a lot of, you know, when a man gets stationed over here, if they have a girlfriend or something, like if they want the girlfriend to be here, they pretty much need to get married. Mm -hmm. now it's a little different now because japan opened its borders so you can like visit here without being married to it's yeah prior for like two years you had to be married in order to like receive a quote-unquote like temporary visa yeah to come into (laughs) the country um but now that you know COVID's calmed down and people like visitors are here it's not necessarily the same but you know if you want to stay long term like over you know a few weeks you need to be married and so it's really common for women to get married not have the wedding but then you know come over here And I would say the majority of girls, I know that's what, that is what has happened is like, they never had that rite of passage of the actual wedding. The wedding's typically a few years late, super, super common. Um, right. And I feel so blessed that like we had a wedding, you know, like we had a wedding before anything. Um, and it just so happened that timing (laughs) fell into place, but what happens is like, it, it's really, really, really difficult to find a job here. So like, even if you're in the medical field, like you can't get a job on base because you have to work for the DOD prior to like, they had need doctors on base, but like, they're not going to hire any wives because they don't work for the DOD, Mm -hmm. um, which is the department of defense. And so like women cannot get jobs here. And there's like, I mean, an easy legislation could be passed so that women could, you can't work out in town. I totally understand it. It ruins the economy for Japan, but we let Japanese work on base. So it's a little weird because like most, you know, our grocery stores are run by Japanese, even, you know, the, the English ones right here, the American ones, but what I'm getting to is like, they are complete, like everything is stripped from them. So they go from being, you know, maybe having a boyfriend living by themselves, having a job living in California or Virginia, wherever it was that they met their now husband to moving here. Everything's foreign. They've never lived with them. They've Mm -hmm. never had a husband. Now they have a husband. They weren't even engaged. They don't have a job because they can't get a job and they had to leave their job. And it's like, culture shock am I yeah who am I anymore it's like you're living in a virtual reality and I just see it so much and it's like what are you what's a girl to do like I don't know right
0: Right. and it's hard too because it's like well of course we're running around like chickens with our head cuts heads cut off because we're like what do we even we're how do we (laughs) how do we solve this? What do we do? How do we do? transition? Do we fix like yeah. you transitioned
1: yeah. so fast from being a yeah. girl in California or a, a college girl yeah. to becoming a wife and a mother and a military spouse. Like you transitioned yes. literally within what, four months? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Six, six, if we're counting pregnancy in that. Yeah. Six months. So yeah. And that's the thing too, to remember too, I guess is that I growing up, it was always suck it up, tough it out. You're fine people have it worse than you, like whatever, you're fine. And so I just have always done that. And it's really hard for me to accept that. Like, you know what? Yeah. Moving, getting married within four months, (laughs) having, living in a different place, far from family and then getting pregnant and then moving again and then getting pregnant again. Like that all, we moved three times, had three, got pregnant three times, had two babies all within a matter of three and a half years. And that's not normal. And that is hard. It's and hard, it's really hard for me to go. Yeah, that is hard. That does suck. You know what? Maybe that is playing into some of this, you know? <laughs> like, oh, it's hard yeah, for you to admit it, it
1: because yeah. you're like, I've done it. I'm doing it. I don't have time to sit back and be like, oh, I'm doing something hard. It's like, you right. don't really have an option whether it was hard or not. <laughs> like, Yeah. You don't it. have
0: an option. So it's like, well, part of me just doesn't want to dwell on it. And the other part of me is like, I'm not supposed to Admit that it's hard and I can't handle it because my whole life it's been like you're fine, you're fine. So it's like mm-hmm. I should be able to handle it because I, I should be fine. Like what you know, right? So it's just yeah, I feel for those girls. It's it's hard no matter what as a military spouse to work mm-hmm. because you're moving every mm-hmm. years. So if you don't work for yourself or some like uh multi level marketing or like social right. media something like it's it's you very, won't very have hard. a job. You won't. You, yeah. won't. you won't. Chances are you won't. Yeah. yeah. It's Or it's very, very hard. Or you're just one of those lucky few that doesn't move every two to three years. Congrats. <laughs> I don't know how you finesse that. Tell me, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a different beast. And, I, and a lot right. of times like there's no support and like no understanding of how to support. Yeah. Cause I wouldn't even know the first thing that I would have wanted. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wouldn't even known the support I would have wanted. <laughs> yeah. Like- and
1: if, and if you don't have a faith life, right. It's like, ah, yeah yeah how are you doing it I don't know
0: I have said that over and over again the only possible way for any of this to have worked the only way OCS and the water bursting and me being solo with two dogs and a girl the only way for that to have worked is because I had daily mass that's the only way and so I just don't the Eucharist yeah I don't have a clue how people are doing it without that
1: I think about that like with the last deployment. I'm like the only way I got through those seven months was the Eucharist. I have no mm-hmm. I would be an insane, crazy psycho wife if I yes. didn't have it. Like literally yes. and no trash one would fault I would you. be.
0: <laughs> no one would fault you though. They'd be like, makes sense.
1: Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Checks yeah. <laughs> out, checks text out.
0: Yeah. Textbook. Like,
1: okay. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, yeah. So my heck, my heck no. Um, it's actually becoming cheaper here in Japan to eat out than to make food at home. You're joking. No, I'm not joking. Sign me up. Just kidding. Like we are (laughs) such like Aldi people and I know Mm. sign me up. Yeah. Um, such Aldi people. And like, you know, you can get great groceries for cheap. Like our grocery bill is over $500 this month. We eat eggs. You like like in toast every morning.
0: Yeah. Like you we eat, don't like, like you don't eat steaks and red meats like we do. Overnight. No, not very like,
1: often. Like we well, need twice a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like twice a month. We eat all of our leftovers. All of our leftovers are always at least the next lunch or two days of lunch. Right. Like we literally eat everything. We are so not wasters when it comes to food. Yeah. And it is so expensive. Um, like I'll go to the store. I'm like a hundred dollars. I don't even know what I bought. Like, what did I buy? Uh-huh. A few things and like some chives and like <laughs> eggs and milk and some sour cream. Like what the yeah. heck? So yeah, it's like a common known thing that it's cheaper to eat out because like we can go get ramen and it's going to be like 20 bucks. Yeah. And then which like- is shocking that that is
0: cheaper than you eating three meals yes. a day, homemade.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's really different is seeing that, uh, jump. I, I just, I forgot about that.
0: Um, do you, sets my do head you,
1: down. you hate
0: it. Obviously you miss being able to like prudently make Argan, meals. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. And like, we're buying our vegetables and like fruit and eggs, mostly out in town now, like at the Japanese stores, which is great. Um, and like all of, I mean, the only place you can get chicken is out in the Japanese stores. So we buy a lot of that there. Um, yeah. but like, we're not getting chips. Like we're not the type of people that like buy snacks, like we'll get goldfish here and there, but it's not like we get the pre-packaged crap, right. you know, like, We do almost everything's homemade that we eat. So yeah, that's definitely a heck no. Um, because I really do. I've like really started to enjoy like liking cooking and looking forward to that. Um, and then my heck yes though is that literally I feel like I'm having a sleepover with my best friend every night. I'm like, ooh, like you're getting home from work. It's kind of like when your friend gets over. Like, yeah. I don't know, like on the weekend, did you ever have like double sleepovers with a friend, like one of your best friends? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, like I that. had a few friends. Yeah. And like, even on school nights, like it wasn't a problem. They would come over and sleep over. We'd have sleep over on school nights. Oh. Um, and it kind of feels like that, but like way better, obviously, but like, oh my gosh, they're coming over after their sport. Like they're going to get done with their softball practice. Then they're going to come over. We're going to have dinner and then we get to hang out the rest of the night and Then wake up and hang out. And then like, they're going to go and then they're going to come back after. And like, we're going to hang out again. And <laughs> it <Marriage laughs> is so fun. <laughs> it is. And like it's just so funny because we have like this. I mean, our our life is like people. Are, oh my gosh, such an exciting life! I'm like, it's actually very simple. <laughs> Gets
0: very monotonous, work. but we love it that way. <laughs> we
1: like, get back from work, have dinner, um, talk about our day, and then he like goes to the gym in the morning. So, okay, actually, let me start with this. So, I end work at like typically two a.m. And so Patrick will stay up typically until like 11, then he'll go to bed and then I'll go to bed at 2am and then he'll wake up at six, go to the gym, come back. And typically I get up then at like 738 and we'll have breakfast together and then he'll go to work and then he'll come back. We'll have dinner and, um, and then we'll like paint and like watch jordan peterson like, oh my gosh are you watching his
0: marriage series on daily yeah, wire yeah that was you... good oh, that was really okay. good on
1: the daily wire it was pretty much just him like ranting which is like very jordan okay. peterson style yes. so yeah. um yeah it was great though he had like some really emotional moments where he was like crying oh, yeah. it was really sweet it's only three part series so you could watch okay. it pretty fast okay um so yeah we like are doing our paint by number which is like <laughs> they're like you know Vatican Museum paintings, but paint by number. I Um, love that. (laughs) It's we bought one too. Avery doesn't know yet, but we bought one. Oh my gosh, you're gonna have such a good time. Because it's like something you can focus on, create together, but it's not like you're just watching TV or something. Or if we Right Right. and like if we have a show on, we're either painting or we're playing Yahtzee. Yeah. Um I like that. (laughs) So we just you guys are like like, like old folks already. I know. I'm like (laughs) what? But we just love it, you know. And on the weekend we'll go out or travel or something like that. So, yeah. um, but yeah, it just feels like we're having—I don't know—a best friend sleepover all the <laughs> time.
0: Well, and it's cool because you haven't gotten to experience that for the first however many months of your marriage. So it's like, I oh, know. finally, this is like the fun part of marriage. People talk about like,
1: cool, I like it. Right. Like, totally. totally. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh my gosh, when people have children, I get what they're missing. Like. Yeah. 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 Cause, cause
0: our evenings are like the most stressful now.
1: Yeah. Until the kids go to bed. And then
0: once the kids go to bed, it's like, okay, now we have to do our things that we didn't get to do all day,
1: but yep. also figuring out when to hang out with each other. Yeah. It's a whole mm-hmm. nother thing. Totally. Because yep. you want to divide and conquer, but mm-hmm. like, it's yep. so much better to do stuff just together, even though it's not going to be as efficient as productive or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. I love that y'all are loving it right now though. Like I know, I guess it's great. I'm like, wow, marriage is marriage is awesome when yeah. you're married and doing married things. Um, <laughs> marriage is the best. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so before we jump into some more recapping here, you want to tell us about Catholic Company, Meg? I do. Speaking of marriage, I was decorating.
0: Rearranging, let's just say, that (laughs) those um bookshelves on our on the flanks of our fireplace.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and putting new photos up and all these things because I had to add 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 genie to the whole shebang. And I realized that my favorite statue, I had put it away for Christmas so I could put more Christmas stuff up there. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta go get it back out. And it's this (laughs) like holy family bronzed Veronese statue it's 10 inches tall. So it's like substantial and it's heavy. It's heavy. So it's like, it's legit, but they're like a bronze color. And then they've got like a gold halo around them. And it's my favorite thing ever because Joseph is holding, wrapping his arms around Mary and Jesus while Mary holds Jesus. And it's just like the most perfect picture of the order of the family and like the role of the husband and the role of the wife. And I just, It's so beautiful. And I just love it so much. And so that's from Catholic company. And I remembered to pull it back out and put it back up on our bookshelf uh, yesterday, actually, but you can use code HECK, all caps H-E-C-K for 15% off your order at
1: Catholic company. And what is the name of the statue again? Holy family,
0: bronzed Veronese, V-E-R-O-N-E-S-E statue, 10 inch. If you type up holy family statue, it'll pop up too.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Wow. And that's like such a good gift to, to give to like newly married couples or, or like, um, or
0: like, like a, a baby gift almost, Yeah, because, you know, like everybody gets all the generic stuff all the time. That's really easy. But if you want to like go above and beyond,
1: shall we say, this would be really touching. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Cause this is something you typically like have to go out of your way to buy for yourself,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know,
1: mm-hmm. like when it comes to religious art, often you're buying it for yourself, but it's such a great, Surprise when you get yeah. one from yeah. someone else. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, do we want to do a little bit of like a holiday recap? Oh gosh, I wanted I to it's... store
0: my holidays
1: away forever. <laughs> let's <laughs> dig that back out, Megan. No, <laughs> I know you
0: already put it in a coffin and you know, buried I it. Buried
1: by... it ten feet under. Um. Sure. Let's do it. You want me to go first? So sure. Let's just and, and I want to hear like where you're at now. Like, did the things get figured out? Did my life get better? Um <laughs> so,
0: she's still in the mud,
1: guys. <laughs> still in the muddy water.
0: <laughs> um, no, so Christmas morning was actually really sweet. It was very slow, very fun, carries out carries at the age where it's a lot of fun with kids, yeah. but also not at the age yet where she's like, I want to open them all right now. It was just like, oh, here's one, and then like. Oh, now I'm going to play with it. And we're going to make coffee. And then here's another gift. It was just yeah. very slow. It was trickled nice. in. Yeah, it was nice. And then my family came down for the rest of the afternoon, which is always nice that we don't have to go anywhere. So the girls can nap yeah. and whatnot. And super cool. Someone in our neighborhood had like some sort of snow machine and made like two or three feet of snow on the side of their house. Awesome. So was, like, like legit snow <laughs> that you could pack into snowballs and throw at people and sled down the hill. on. I was like, okay, that's freaking cool. Anyways, so all that happened. And then we flew out to California. At least that was the goal. We, this was when all the fiasco was happening with the the airlines. Flights flights were were shut down. Yeah. Bad weather. Yeah. Yeah. On the East coast, Northwest, Northeast and stuff. And so we get to Dallas and we were barely like, it took us forever and ever and ever to leave Montgomery. We finally get to Dallas and we're worried about missing our flight, but that one ended up getting delayed too. So we're running and we make it and we're all in line to board and they're about to start checking boarding passes and then they delay it and then they delay it some more and mind you, I had told Claire from Finding Philadelphia because she's in Dallas, I was like, hey, we might. This is when we were in Montgomery. We might need to stay the night at your house if flights get later. Whatever. She's like, yes, please tell me, keep me updated. So we get to Dallas and we're ready and we're like board in. and I tell her like, never mind, we're good. You can go to bed. It's like 9:45. She's like, okay, yay, I'm so happy for you. And then it gets delayed till 11 and then it gets delayed till 12 and then at that point
1: at that point you're just playing with me
0: like (laughs) i know i'm like just (laughs) and this is the this is the real tease two gates right next to each other c20 c21 both going to sacramento california we're at c21 waiting in line they're both boarding at the same both quote-unquote boarding at the same time the other plane actually boards while we're still standing there watching them. They take off while ours gets delayed. And so we just picked the wrong Sacramento flight to get on apparently because one actually went to Sacramento that night on time as well, like maybe a couple minutes delayed. Ours got delayed all the way until 12 oh and word. then they canceled it.
1: So it obviously wasn't a weather issue. <laughs>
0: no, they said both of our times. So Montgomery and Dallas were both tire issues. I was oh like, my- you're joking. Uh, Like you could have just told us weather and I would have been like, okay, well, everyone's having weather issues, whatever, but it was tire issues. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, did you want more issues? Did you just come up with more issues to have right now in the airline department? Anyways, at this point, Claire's asleep. She's not responding to text. Mike, her husband is not responding to text. I'm, I tried to call them. Of course, it's like going to voicemail. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. So then I know. So hotel, but how do we get to a hotel without car seats? Because our car seats have been checked. So. We're waiting, we're waiting. We waited from 12 to two to try and talk to someone and like get our car seats or figure out if we could get like um, trader car seats or whatever, like loaner car seats. And they're all like, oh my gosh, did you check your car seats? And we're like, yes, that's what the average human does when they travel is they check their car seats. And they're like, oh, I don't know how we're going to find those. I was like, so what would you like like me to do with my two small children? And we have no more diapers and we have no more snacks. What would you like me to do with all of us if we cannot get in an uber and go to a hotel that you've given us a voucher for and then they're like oh oh, like let's figure it out for you and so by 2 a.m we got to the hotel we pull into the hotel they gave us loaner car seats as we're about to head up to our room the guy at the front desk says you might want to grab some water bottles because our water is totally broken a pipe burst and we were like you're joking you're joking right and And it's usually a super like sketchy hotel you know like anyway Right. right and i'm like okay god what is it about broken pipes that you want me to like am i going to become the patron saint of broken pipes
1: like, <laughs> here?
0: i'm going to talk to him about that if i lord willing someday get to heaven anyways we go out to the room are trying to sleep every hour one of the girls wakes up so it's just like a constant like no one's getting any actual sleep The next morning, Mike and Claire feel really bad because they're like, "Oh my gosh, we didn't see your text. You should have just showed up at our door." And I was like, "It was a whole. It was two AM at that point. I wasn't going to do that to you guys. Like, it was just easier." So they came and picked us up from the hotel. We went to their house. They made us an amazing steak dinner. It was like a rejuvenation (laughs)
3: lunch, and we were like, "By the way,
1: Claire is who was on our um, podcast about uh, secondary infertility." infertility." Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, she's also the one that threw me that baby shower in Dallas that some of y'all may have gone to. Um, so they made us amazing dinner. They let us shower and everything. We went by Walmart to, there were no flights. There were no flights out of anywhere in Texas, anywhere in Arizona, anywhere in New Mexico, anywhere like in Oklahoma, any of the bordering States, there were no flights out that day going to California. So we were like, well, we might as well just drive so we had, when Megan
1: told me this, when she texted me this, I'm like, uh-huh. don't do that. <laughs> what was the alternative?
0: Honestly, to not go, know.
1: I would have oh. turned around <laughs> and gone back to Alabama. Okay.
0: But we considered that for 0.2 seconds. And the reason we didn't do that was because we had 11 days planned for this trip. So we would have just gone back to Alabama and hung out for an 11. 11- like we hadn't seen his family since March. We didn't know when we were going to see them again. We didn't go to their place last Christmas. So we were like, Some of the family hadn't met Jeannie yet. Like (laughs) we needed to go. We were going to go. And it was also kind of like, well, what did we go through this nightmare for already? If we don't end up in California, you know? So we're going to get a rental car. We got a rental car. We went to Walmart. We bought like clothes, underwear, formula, the things we had, nothing, literally nothing. We don't even know where our stuff is, our bags and stuff. It had my camera in it. It had a (gasps) present that he made. Megan,
1: you should know by now, you never check. The camera, you never oh, I check did. the camera. Where's it gonna go in the diaper bag?
0: It's the carry on. Ruin.
1: carry in on the diaper suitcase. Carry on suitcase. Okay, but when you always have two every time and doesn't they matter. All
0: have their own. I'm just Honestly, not taking the that camera.
1: That camera might cost more than the child. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It definitely costs more than a child seat. I will just say that.
1: Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you always bring a carry-on. If I you've do. learned anything from this, the carry-on with the camera and an extra pair of clothes, go in the carry-on. Yeah, I mean, always. I we also learned this over. Yes, yeah, everyone always. has just
0: learned this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we don't know if we're ever going to get our stuff again, whatever. So we thought we would do this whole trip in 24 hours. It's like a 24-hour drive from Dallas to California. Like it's insane. And we were like, we're going to shaking my head right now. (laughs) No, maybe it's not 24 hours. I think it's like 13. Anyways, it's absurd. And we were like, we're going to do it in one day because if we didn't do it in a matter of days or hours, we weren't going to see my brother-in-law, his wife and Carrie and Jeannie's only cousins. Yeah. They were leaving out of town, out of California by a certain date. And if we didn't do it by then we would miss them. And we were like, this is our only cousins. Like Ah, yeah. what's going on so we started oh, driving and we were like there's no way we ended up driving like eight hours a day and we did it in two and a half days ish i think something like that i don't know we stopped when we could we ended up stopping in albuquerque new mexico which is a sick joke and then we the <laughs> out of albuquerque new mexico the highway the main highway closed down so everybody had to take a back road there was one stop sign in a small town on that back road that was having everyone stop. So it backed up traffic for miles. <laughs> I mean, there were nights, there were moments where Avery and I both were like, I was praying like St. Michael's, like, please just get us to the hotel without Avery crashing, without him hallucinating, without whatever. Cause we're just like sleep deprived. We're not eating well. We don't have our stuff. Carrie threw up at least twice a day in the car. Avery and I both peed in diapers and we're not ashamed to say it at this point because <laughs> we're like there's just no way that you're stopping the car if the girls are finally sleeping and you've been driving for eight hours. Like, you're not stopping the car. You'll do anything. So, yeah. yeah. Eventually, um, we got there and I cried. I literally cried when we showed up on their doorstep. I was going to fall over and just cry. And really, that was the worst thing I've ever experienced.
1: In my life. Have you ever seen the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? No. Oh, you need to watch it. Well, I feel like related. you'll feel better about yourself. You might feel okay. better.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'll watch it then. I need some help in that department.
1: Oh man, Megan. Yeah, awful. that's rough. So did we, you do you have all your bags now? We got all of them somehow. Wow. They were all there. They all ended up in
0: Sacramento. I'm like, okay, cool. They got on a plane to Sacramento, but we couldn't yep. get on a plane to Sacramento. Got it. Yeah. Um, we're still p- pending the um like payback for <laughs> not getting on those flights. And I will fight to the death for those paybacks. Um yeah. <laughs> I do not care. That's not a cheap trip. No. And we did end up getting placed in first class on one of the flights back home, which was really nice. It was just like, oh, thank goodness. But still. Dang. I need a second before I travel again. Holiday from hell. (laughs) I know. It literally wasn't like someone could make a movie about this. Apparently they might have. Planes, trains, and automobiles. So yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I'll watch it. But it's What about your holidays?
1: How did they Um, go? It was exactly like mostly how I I like had planned it um (laughs) like Megan was saying there was a really big snowstorm um especially in the Midwest and Patrick was flying from Japan to Atlanta and then Atlanta to Indiana where I was gonna go get him okay and um I mean, there was like so much snow. Like all these flights were being canceled. It was like around the same time. It was December twenty second, so that was like everything was happening with the flights, and so I knew that snowstorm was coming. So I got like I got a lot of people to start praying to Saint Medardus and Our Lady of the Snow, um, and Saint Scholastica. So they're all they all have to do with weather, and I was like. I, I mean, for like a month, I had been offering daily mass for Patrick getting home to go like as planned. Um, like literally I went daily mass every day during Advent and almost every day, my intention was for Patrick to get home, how I wanted him to get home. So, <laughs> so I was were like specific in that. Oh intention. yeah. Oh yeah. So like, yeah. that was a Thursday that he was coming home starting on Monday. I like got whiffed of the snowstorm, and I started praying for a 10 hour delay of the snow. Okay. Very specific. I was like, I want a 10 hour delay. Um, and so anyways, it was like literally piled up. It was not delayed. Um, but I was like, I don't care. Like he's going to fly in. Like I, there's no, there's no flights in the air anymore, but this flight is going to happen. And just in case it didn't, cause it was going to a smaller airport in Indiana. Um, I had bought another ticket from Atlanta to Nashville for him Mm -hmm. um, because I could just drive to Nashville again because it's a bigger airport. So I was like, one of these flights will will take off. And, you know, he wasn't landed in Atlanta. I was just like getting backup plans. I already got him a rental car to Atlanta just in case, you know, all the flights get canceled and he's stuck there. So I like was backed up on every front and like, luckily everything is a 24 hour money back guarantee. So I was like, I don't care. I'm buying all these tickets, like everything. You had um, confidence in God and you also have backup plans. I also have backup plans. Exactly. Um, And so anyways, like he just, st- he got to Atlanta, he started boarding this flight and I'm like, there's no way. Also, I'm thinking in my head, how am I going to drive through this? Like, this is literally like five inches of snow, not in mm-hmm. like in Kentucky, like there's not really like, snow plows. Like there's right. not a lot of those. That's not like something that they like in Illinois, it's like everyone and their mother has a snow plow you know right. like I don't know everyone that's like a common thing like every construction worker plows in the winter so everyone has okay. a snow plow
2: okay um so yeah Kentucky, I was like you just that's not for
1: yourself yeah yeah like pretty much <laughs> okay um, <cool. laughs> and like the highways also aren't lit like there's no lights on the highways either
0: oh my so. gosh
1: Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but he's like, his flight is taking off. Like he's going to be here in an hour and a half. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this is taking off. I was like, send me a photo. Are you in the seat? I can't believe, are you lying to me? Are you actually in the seat? Like send me a photo of you in the plane. I can't believe this. And so, um, a priest that was like, I had specifically praying for this intention was like, there's literally no way his flight's taking off right now. Like there's no flights in the air. Yeah, Patrick's flight was the last flight to take off for like two (laughs) days. I'm not, no more flights were going into that airport. Like literally none. And I was like, yep, this checks out. Thank you, God. It took me very long time to get to the airport. I was late because I had to drive 10 miles an hour. You right. couldn't even see what was in front of you. Like right. literally you couldn't see, there was not a soul on the road. Okay. Right. There was no one, but I you was you could like, have been driving. driving in a field for all you knew. Oh yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> you, you couldn't, I mean like you couldn't see anything and there were no like lines on the road from where mm-hmm. people have driven because it was coming down no so one's fast. No out. No one dare to go out, you know? Yeah. Um, and so anyways, I got there and I didn't even park cause I couldn't find a parking spot. So I just like went into the whatever. parking lot, kind of like parked in the road and I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, darn, whatever. And I got him and we drove home. It took forever, but it was, I was like, couldn't believe it. I was like, no, this was this Christmas was- miracle. Yes. Like this was prayer. Like this, Mm -hmm. there were no more flights at all. And everyone's like, that was like, there's the only way it made sense was God that Mm -hmm. that actually, I know it sounds weird. Like, Oh, it's just a flight. It's like, no, like legit, there were no more flights. If anyone was flying around that time, shut down. (laughs) Yeah. like literally, (laughs) It was wild. And then his parents came two days later, they drove down from Pennsylvania, which was also a drive. Well, our third floor or like top floor pipes froze. Oh, um, man. because our, our, it was like our heat stopped working in the main level and then the pipes froze in the top level. And I didn't think, cause the heat was working in the top level. I didn't turn the faucets on. Cause typically yeah. if it gets really cold, you should turn the faucets on to like right. let them drip drip. And I was like, yeah. well, the heat's working upstairs. It should be fine. Well, those froze and that's where his parents were staying. So I was like, Ugh what is happening um so yeah we didn't have heat on the bottom level and there were the pipes were frozen on the top level but we eventually got everything sorted out a few days later um just had to hand wash everything because apparently the pipes that go to the upstairs is also the dishwasher so oh, that makes sense <laughs> yeah, it was like this is so weird but whatever um but yeah it was so great patrick's dog came his parents brought his dog and it was just so great to like have People in the house like this with is, him, yeah, yeah, our house. And I just couldn't believe it, it didn't feel real. I was like, This is what I've been dreaming of for seven, eight, nine months, you know, right, right. Um, and it's happening, and so yeah, it was so great. I really miss our bed, really. Oh really no, miss our sleep number bed. Um, <laughs> we're currently sleeping on like a 100- hundred. In $50, like bed that you get in a box, like uh-huh. mattress that you get in a box from Amazon. And like, let me tell you that sleep number was not $150 <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was no. a King and we're sleeping on a fold, but anyways, really oh, close together. Gosh. Um, and then we went to Virginia. We flew to Virginia where Patrick's best friend lives and family friends Stayed there in Richmond. Um, he went hunting a lot, which was so great. We spent new year's Eve and our first anniversary there. There was like this Mm. big party at this hotel that we bought tickets to. And then we just stayed at the hotel. Mm -hmm. It was like a, like 10 piece band, like all the food you could think of, like, you know, drinks included. It was so awesome. And then we flew back to Kentucky except for, we also had flight issues and we got stuck in Charlotte And um, we had to stay in a hotel. They also wouldn't give us our bags because it was 10 03. And apparently you can only get bags until 10 PM. And yeah. So we had to wash our clothes in the sink and then use a blow dryer, which we burned out the blow dryer then that morning. So we had to use an iron to try to dry our clothes. It was an interesting time. (laughs) Um, I was like- Did you wear wet clothes? You ended up wearing damp clothes, right? Yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, for sure. Um, but it was fine. I was like, there's no one else I'd rather do this with, And it was right. Be t- it's t- like November. a fun adventure, New Year's Day, yeah. twenty until you had
0: kids, and then it's a nightmare, oh
1: yeah, Totally. <laughs> that dude just totally. like this sucks. Yep, I would have hated my life. Yeah, but it ended up working out. and we got back, and then we flew to Japan. Here we are. So, yeah, that was a recap, but nice. Patrick got a ton of I uh, got a deer. He got nice. a bunch of birds. Yep things um yeah like pheasants Uh, I think yeah there's another thing quail maybe I was gonna say quail
3: (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm.
1: they didn't do duck but yeah it was great it's really great not that I mean half of that you probably don't even care none of you care but that means that he got to do something that he really loves doing with his friends that he hasn't seen in forever. So I, care. oh yeah, I, I, everyone was like, I don't want to steal time away. I was like, look, I, I, we only have each other in Japan. I want him yeah. to do as much possible, as much hunting, whatever it is. I want him to do all of it right now. Right. right. Um. So yeah, you're a good was- wife. <laughs> a good best friend I mean, of his. It was kind of hard in the oh, beginning because totally. I was like, I haven't seen you, but I was like, no, this matters. This matters way more than what right. I want right now. So
0: yeah, it's just a patience yeah. game. And sometimes yeah. that's really hard to do when it's the love of your
1: life. So yeah, yeah. totally. And speaking of the love of my life, um <laughs> speaking of the love of my life and our wedding a year and a month ago, um, Papery. <laughs> Yes. How do we like that transition? <laughs> <laughs> so good because they
0: are Catholic calligraphy and stationery designers. And y'all, their Instagram page is the most aesthetic thing I have ever seen in my life. cc would you watch, agree?
1: Yeah, I could watch their reels of them actually doing like writing the calligraphy. It's like oh relaxing, it's What's it slows down, down my heartbeat. It's, it's, um, there's like a word for that ASMR. Yes, it's uh-huh. very much that when they're
0: doing it it's it's beautiful Mm -hmm. anyways I know I know as a wedding photographer that this is like either you just got engaged over Christmas holiday season or you're like about to get engaged you're planning weddings whatever we also know that a vast majority of y'all listening right now are Catholic and are in the season of life and age where you get engaged (laughs) and prep for weddings so they're a phenomenal sponsor of ours because they are like perfectly fitted to your life and season right now. And the people to go to, to get wedding stationery and all of that jazz, because not only are you getting it personalized and beautifully made and handmade, it's also a Catholic couple and family that you're supporting
1: which is and that's something we really try to do with everything for our wedding with support Catholic yeah. businesses, even to the point of our venue. And this is one thing where I'm like, I want to have a second wedding just so that they can do the invites and the place cards. Same. Um,
0: <laughs> I just decided I'm going to hire them for first communion stuff. Cause I'm Oh, beyond for wedding, sure,
1: but for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, So yeah, you can hire them for whatever sacraments if you're having a baptism party, um, all of that. So definitely check them out and you can get 15% off your purchase with heck yes 15 at checkout and you can find everything as usual in our show notes. Um, All right, so, oh, also real quick, Valentine's Day is coming up. And in Japan, Mm. I read that the girls actually give the guy a gift for Valentine's Day. So are you like going to do that or are you like uh no? <laughs> well, I'm like I don't even know. We do know. both. We both do. Something. Yeah, that's really common I would say, but like the guys don't get it it was like pretty much saying like the guys don't get a girl gift. It's like a way the girl to show that like pretty much a girl to drop the handkerchief on someone they like. Oh, okay. Cuz the guy always does it.
0: Kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Fair. that was interesting. interesting. A Sadie's Hawkins dance. Yeah. the guy yeah kind of totally
1: interesting so so yeah that was an interesting uh factoid
0: um Um, (laughs) are you doing anything do you have any like I feel like if we have gift things that we're doing for them we should just share it unless Patrick still listens to these but I know Avery doesn't so this won't give anything away
1: (laughs) Patrick listens to all of these but one thing that I did I know (laughs) one thing that I did um that might be a great gift for someone um for the end of his deployment, I got him a watch that he wanted. He's like, loves a watch. Mm. Um, but it's like a Hamilton watch. And then I brought it into an engraver and had them engrave the date that our homecoming date, 12, on the back of it. So yeah. like men really do appreciate jewelry. Like they, I mean, they're not, it's not something that they would typically go out and buy for themselves a lot. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like if your man goes to work, like if he works in an office, like some nice tie, a nice new belt, like guys always need new work socks. They literally always, they're always holds like them. underwear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally.
0: Um, I was going to say, um, this is the most on brand thing ever. You just listed off ties, watch engraved watches, <laughs> socks, Um, If y'all are a little more (laughs) low-key or childish, one might say, I'm not (laughs) styrofoam. That I'm stuck into a vase and I'm making him his own bouquet. So I'm taking all these like sticks and attaching things to them for his own bouquet. And so like his favorite. Not of flower's. No, not of flower's. Like his favorite snacks, his favorite treats, I'm taping them all to these sticks and sticking it in and making them look kind of cool like a bouquet would uh-huh. be. And then simultaneously attaching different like quote unquote coupons for things. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, I was just gonna say that, do a coupon. Okay, so we're kind of similar. This is how we're still friends. Um, <laughs> so coupon book where it's like, okay, this is for a free night of like shooting at the shooting range or yeah. this is for a free night of, or grab me and take me in the shower. Like, I don't know, just random yeah. stuff like that. So those are always a hit. Carrie Carrie ruined Avery's from Christmas. So he has no coupons. So I'm sure he'll be very happy to get some new coupons.
1: Our little raccoon.
0: I know. Oh my gosh. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yep. 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 (laughs) Anyway. Oh man. So yeah, that's, that's actually a really great idea. Um, uh, something to do together. Like, Mm -hmm. um, actually this has to do with one of our voicemails massages, but Megan, I'll let you save your massage story for after this voicemail. Perfect. <laughs> it will it will, will help. What you know. All right. We're okay. just going to jump into that voicemail, actually. All right. Here we go.
3: I'm going to keep this one anonymous, but I was just wondering your guys' advice in this situation. So my b- boyfriend, now fiancé, la- he was my boyfriend last Christmas, now fiancé, got a uh, massage gift certificate from his parents, and... He never used it all year because, like, I wasn't really, like, sure if I was comfortable with it. And he's not looking at it from, like, a sexual lens at all and will totally honor whether I'm comfortable with it or not. But I just, like, don't know if I'm, like, in the wrong for being uncomfortable with it just because I know it's those people's jobs and stuff, but it just feels a little weird, like, just the nature of it. So I was just wondering your guys' advice on what you would do if it was Avery or Patrick.
0: Good question. So she's saying that her fiance was gifted a massage for the both of them, I'm assuming from his uh-huh. parents, from his uh-huh. parents. Okay. One, I do think it's a little bit weird that
1: y'all aren't married and they gifted y'all that or him. No, that. no, no. Just him, just him. It. She had nothing to do with it. Oh, It was a gift from his parents. And because she was the (sighs) girlfriend at the time, she's like, I, it sounded like, I don't want you to do it because I don't want another woman. Got it. Okay. 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 Yeah. Got it.
0: Um, I don't know. I mean, I get, I will say I get that. And I will say Avery would probably be on your team. Like roles reversed. Avery would be like, yeah, weird, but I just, to me, like it's their job. It's like a chiropractor's job is to adjust you or whatever. A masseuse's job is to, obviously you have to pick the right ones to go to because there's a gynecologist's job (laughs) is to, (laughs) you tell them, um, (laughs) there are some that are super sketchy and that I would be like questionable about, but I'm assuming if it's a gift certificate from his parents, they've like picked a good place to go get a massage. And I literally just said earlier in this In this episode, that I went and got a massage because we're mind, body, and spirit, and I think it's really important. And I think it's totally like that's one of the best gifts you could give people as a massage. So
1: Avery wouldn't get a massage prior, but you finally converted him Uh
0: for the holidays. He wouldn't get him for the same reason that you're kind of worried about your man going. He thought it was just kind of weird. He doesn't want. He says he doesn't want another woman massaging him other than his wife which I'm like okay I respect but I want you to come with
1: me you're like I do I want another woman woman to
0: massage you while someone else massages me in the same room together like that sounds like a win-win to me but then he was like I don't want a man to massage me because that's just weird and I was like oh my gosh okay so like for a year and a half I've been like trying to like get him to just do a Mm -hmm. couple's massage with me And he finally converted after that hellish trip towards the end of it. His dad was like, hey, we'll take the girls for a little while. You guys go out. And I look at Avery and I was like, would you get a couple's massage with me? And he didn't even hesitate. And he was like, yes. So I don't know if maybe you need to get to the point where like, you're just so beaten down that you're like, yes, please, (laughs) I'll do a massage Um, or what. But now he's like, that was actually really nice. Like, he definitely thought it was a little weird. He had no clue that like, I take everything off on the top and almost everything on the bottom he was mm-hmm. like whoa I didn't know that and I was like well how are they gonna massage around a bra yeah <laughs> like you know like everything's always covered he just didn't know that ahead of time so it did throw him off a little bit because he didn't know what to expect um but after that he was like that was really nice and I was like
2: oh god
0: TBD if we'll do it again if I can
1: convince him again or if he
0: was just like hurting that bad I don't know but
1: anonymous if you've never had a massage that probably makes sense why you're like yes like, like not really sure um patrick and i love massages and i i don't care if he is a man or a woman massaging him and neither Same. do does he and i don't care if i have a man or a woman massaging yeah. me i'm like go at it you know i
0: prefer a woman because i did have a man with avery and the couple's massage and that kind of weirded him out too we both had men and i was like oh i don't really care but then I could tell Avery cared because I think he just assumed that it was always like, it was primarily women that were masseuses. Mm-hmm. Um, And so that along with me being topless, obviously on a table kind of mm-hmm. like made him feel a type of way. But I mean, at the end of the day, it was enjoyable and he liked it. So yeah, there Whatever. you go.
1: Yeah. I, we're massages big fans are nice, <laughs> big fans of massages. You and like, be. yes, I will rub my husband's back, but I would. I love to pay someone else to do it. Well, and I will
0: rub his back, but I know I'm not as good as they are. And every time Mm -hmm. I go to get a massage, I, I try to stay awake and mentally take notes of what they, what they're doing and maybe what body part they're using to massage me. So then I can figure out how to do that same thing to Avery. Is that an elbow or a wrist? Right. How many fingers are you using right there on the shoulder blade? Like, I don't, you know, I don't know, but almost always they end up falling asleep. And I never remember it. And I'm like, this is terrible. You're not even.
1: So this is, is something that Patrick and I have always said, you know, how there's like couples cooking classes. We want mm-hmm. to take a couple's massage class so that we can learn different yes. techniques and stuff. Yes. Um, and we think that would be such a That's good idea. Genius. They should host yeah.
0: those. I've never even seen that as an option before, but I've so Googled much them. Sense. They
1: literally don't exist. Yeah. So I guess we Someone could learn on could YouTube be making
0: so much money off of that.
1: I know it would be so fun. Yeah. Be. And a lot of women would buy them because they want their to, then their husband has mm. no excuse not to massage them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's yep. a good one. That's a good one. Okay, here's the next one. Um, th- This is it, I. We'll see. All right, here we go.
2: Hi, ladies. Um, I was just calling in for a little bit of advice. I am a sophomore in college um, and uh, recently you guys were like talking about PDA and um, I have a question that I think I would really like your opinion on. So a little bit of background. I just started um, dating this guy. He's a real gentleman. He's very chivalrous. Um, he respects me very much um, and this is both of our first serious relationship um, and so on the first like night that we became official he told me that he's decided that he only wants to kiss his future wife. Um, And I was a little bit surprised by that. I mean, I'd heard of it before, um, but I wasn't really expecting it. Um, And I want to, like, honor his wishes, but it's not something that I've decided for myself. Um, Like, I'm totally fine, um, and I also want to kiss someone before he becomes my husband. Um, And I think it's important, like, I know I'm not dating to be kissed or to kiss someone, but I think it's like partially significant in a relationship. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to like get some advice. Um, what would you do if you were in this situation? Um, anything is helpful. Thank you guys. I love the podcast. Bye bye.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I want. I would want to know his motivation, like why, and if I was answer-
0: this was hard for me to under hear it. Like it was kind of muffly for me, oh,
1: sorry. So pretty much she just started dating someone. It's both their serious relationship. The first night they became husband or husband. first <laughs> night they became boyfriend girlfriend. He broke the news and said, "I only want to kiss my future. like I only want to kiss my future wife like, like that okay. probably on the wedding, I assume, I assume, yeah. Yeah. And she was like, it's not something I decided for myself. So I don't really know what to do. She's like, not that I'm dating to be kissed, but like, I think I want to kiss the guy Got it, you know? And she was like, this came to mind because we were talking about the PDA podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what I would want to know is his motivation as to why, because it is a red flag. Personally, it would be a red flag if he was like, well, I don't want temptation because yes. if you cannot handle a kiss without trying to go further there is a problem there There's there very really big is a problem
0: with self mastery and discipline
1: yes because it's like the same thing where the we talked about this the virtuous mean like mm-hmm. going to one extreme or the other is not good it's not it's not the all or nothing like kind of situation it's not like oh i need to get rid of all sweets so that i don't overindulge in cake you know, mm-hmm. it's yep. like, no, no, no. You should be able to have a bite and not finish the rest. Yes. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They should be able to have a little kiss and not, you know, yep. do the whole shebang. Um, Very good point. I so- also
0: would just dig into like your actual thoughts and opinions on it, because that's something that I feel like can be intimidating and be like, oh yeah, maybe I should also think that way because it can look like a holier
1: option yeah 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 you know what I
0: mean and so like you might be confused or maybe just questioning like oh am I should I also be doing that and like no we literally just explained like kissing is not inherently evil and it actually would be a red flag if he's not able to make like handle like if that's his reasoning right yes if that is his reasoning correct Mm -hmm. it could be something else that could be totally valid too but don't just shift course and think that this should be what you now believe as well, because you like him and that it seems like the holier option. If, it, if you do think and determine that it's like, he's totally worth it. He's totally on the right path. He has the right mindset about it. And I want to stay beside him. Cool. Go for it. I'm just encouraging you to like, yeah, dig in word some first. This is like something sure. you both
1: need to want.
0: Yes. Yes. It's just like the whole sex thing where it's like, well, yeah. I guess I can wait for you but I never really wanted to. It's just a standard that you've told me that you have. So now I guess I have to, and it's right. like, no, 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 no. That's not how you want it to work
1: <laughs> because <laughs> otherwise gonna then work. you're going to feel like dirty. And like, you're trying to seduce mm-hmm. him when like, that's not in fact what you're trying to do, but exactly. in the back of your head, you're going to be like, I'd be, it, it might even be an insecurity of like, why doesn't he want to kiss me? Kind of thing. Yeah, true. Um, so, yeah, I think you really do have to think about that. You know, maybe he does change his mind, but you can't go into it hoping he does. That's not fair to right. him either. You just, both- yeah. And I'm surprised that he, he should have said that prior to probably getting mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
2: that kind of feels just like,
1: a big like I mean, thing. yeah, like it's hard to compare it to like the whole sex thing, but like, I guess for lack of better analogy, um, you know, like I wouldn't get into a boyfriend girlfriend relationship with someone that I didn't, unless they knew like, we weren't going to be having sex, you know? Um, so I don't think you're bad for thinking it's a big deal. It would, it would be a big deal for me. It's a big deal to try to do do that together. Even if you Mm -hmm. both agree, that's a big deal. Um, like my brother and sister-in-law did that. And like, they both agreed on it together. That's a, so, you know
0: so hard still a big yeah. deal yeah and back to the whole thing about like you shouldn't go in wanting to change him or hoping that he changes his mind or whatever that's the same exact way you have to view dating someone who's not catholic you cannot yeah. go in thinking that you're going to convert them and that they are your like uh study case, yeah or project or whatever like that's not that's if i not pray hard love- enough and do
1: X amount Everything of rosaries. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or if I take in the mass enough or whatever. If I'm the most traditional housewife ever, I will whatever. Like that's just not how relationship is supposed to be and it's supposed to work. It's manipulative. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's not,
1: not how it goes. So right, right. So yeah, that's really hard. Um maybe give us an update. I know you called in mm-hmm. a few weeks ago with this, but We're back now. So I would love to know what your thoughts are. (laughs) Sorry for the delay. Yeah, I would love to know. So definitely call back. Um, before we jump to the next one, I wanted to talk about hollow. I know we've talked about this before, and I hope Mm -hmm. half of you or more than half of you already have the three month free trial. Um, and you can get it at hollow.com H a L L O w.com backslash what in the dang heck. Um, but they have this like section that I've really been loving. And it's called like the dailies. They have a daily miracle where it's like just a few minutes and it talks about a miracle that had happened. It's really inspiring. Or they have the daily mass readings. So, you know, if you're not going to daily mass that day or reading the gospel or whatever it is, you can still get in the first reading in the gospel by like your app, literally talking to you while you're doing the dishes or something. Yeah. Um, and then there's also one that's called the daily saint. It's just like a few minutes about the saint of the day. So I just love those. It's just little, you know, droplets into your day that are quick and they're different every every day I love stuff to be different and switch it up. So they switch it up for you. Um, so it's such a great opportunity to bring prayer into little spots of your, of your, of your daily life. Um, and you know, not that God deserves, uh, our little spots or deserves our, um, you know, like doing something else while giving, God yeah. time like folding laundry and giving yeah. God time, but why not add that in instead of listening to you know a different podcast next, or something? Yeah, but keep next, listening Netflix. to this one. Yeah, 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 don't turn this off.
3: <laughs> um, turn this off <laughs> <on>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like the next time, you know, like when you're watching the stupid reality show or whatever it is. Yeah.
3: Um
1: yeah, but yeah, hello, three month free trial. Definitely check them out. We love them, we love so I mean we talk about all different sections of them every podcast, but Hallo, h-a-l-l-o-w. dot com slash what the dang heck. Um, okay, so the next voicemail I want to cover is talking about prenups. Super interesting. Do you know what a prenup is, Meg? That sounds really familiar, and like I should know, but okay. I don't. We'll play I'll- this, and then we'll talk about it.
0: Okay, cool.
2: Hey guys, so it's anonymous. But I just have a real quick burning question that I've had in my mind for a while. Um, For background, I'm nowhere near, like, getting married or anything. But I guess I would like to hear you guys' thoughts on um, not annulment, prenups. Because a long time ago, I was serving as an altar server at a wedding. And the priest, one of the things he mentioned in his homily was prenups. And afterwards, we had a whole conversation about prenups. So I'd really like to hear you talk. Thanks.
1: Bye. That one was also muffly. Help. I also just don't know what prenups are, so help. Okay, so <laughs> she called back. She was like, sorry, someone came in at work and cut off. But she said that, like, the priest was saying it was okay to have a prenup. So a prenup is a prenuptial agreement. Um, it's not like a Catholic thing. It's like something you sign. Um kind of like a contract saying that if you get divorced you are still you don't share your belongings so like if you have you know a big oh. chunk of money or you inherit a big chunk of money it's like you know let's say your grandfather died you inherited a big chunk of money then you got divorced your ex wouldn't get half of that um okay but so, this sounds like you're going in preparing for a divorce correct so that's what so red I, flag yeah yeah so <laughs> I did a lot of research quick, but I I knew this already, but prenups pretty much most priests will not marry you. If you have a prenup in place, Yeah, that makes sense. And it's not something that's specifically against canon law or anything. Um, but most priests will not because when it comes to annulment, so annulment is, is a divorce within the church. Um, well, an annulment, it's not a divorce, but an annulment shows that your marriage was invalid from the start. Yes. And therefore you're free to marry again um, and that your marriage ne- never existed. So the whole point of like uh, marriage prep with a priest is that they are pretty much making sure that there's no chance to have an annulment, that this mm-hmm. marriage is a hundred percent valid. There's no holes in it because otherwise, if there is annulment, that priest butt is on the line because they yes. were the ones that prepared you for marriage and they shouldn't have married you if there were terms for annulment to begin with. Yes. So, if there is a prenuptial agreement, a lot of priests will not marry you. That's up to them. Cause you know that could be a, yeah, there's no way because then, well, because then, if there's a
0: prenup, an annulment's not possible, right? Because it looks like, you yeah, I mean? it, like it, looks, it doesn't
1: help you with the annulment yeah. process because you're going in your, so so something they ask you is, like, have you come here freely and without reservation to give yourselves to each other in marriage? Yeah, and, I was reading through Catholic answers and they were saying like, although canon law does not mention the topic of prenuptial agreements, the Catholic church teaches that marriage is the complete giving of the spouses to God through each other. Therefore there can be no strings attached. A prenuptial agreement is a very big string. Yes. That's my thought.
0: Mm -hmm. As soon as you explained what it was, I was like, that's like when you go into marriage and you're like, oh, we're never going to have, we're never going to share bank accounts. I'm like, yeah. Well, it's, and the reason we're not sharing bank accounts is because if he were ever to do anything, then I need to be, I'm like, so you're already going in with a safety plan for when he leaves you. Yes. Your head is already not a hundred percent in the game.
1: Yep. You're already, and that sounds
0: psycho to people who aren't religious whatsoever, but marriage is not just this like thing that you sign and switch rings on. Like this is a covenant with God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, Anyways. exactly.
1: And it was saying it, no, you, and you're rightfully like angry. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> um, <fired> up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a prenuptial agreement as commonly understood is an agreement made prior to marriage on a settlement terms on settlement terms for, excuse me, the division of property in the event of a divorce, such a prenuptial agreement waters down the lifelong commitment of covenant love.
0: Yes. My thoughts. Exactly. Well said Catholic answers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there was, I was reading something where it was like, okay, this could be a common, like, you know, uh, outlier is like when a widow marries a widower, for example, and they both have children from their previous marriages, a prenup Mm. is a legitimate way to determine of determining what is common property and what is a separate, um, Mm. basis for determining like the inheritance. Inheritance rights of each spouse's children. That makes sense. Um, so that does make sense because they have different fathers or mothers right. who had. You know, it wouldn't make sense right. for step half children or stepchildren right. to get the inheritance of the person they never knew. Right. So, um, you know that. But in most cases, prenups are a bad idea, and they may even call into question the, vidil- the uh, validity. 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 What? Validity validity of the marriage itself, which validity validity of the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, your initial thoughts were totally correct. Now. I mean, you can find a priest to tell you just about anything. So <laughs> yeah. priest, a priest saying something is not church teaching. Yeah. Yeah. I think people so- forget that sometimes, but the priest does have the right to not marry you mm-hmm. because his butt is on the line. If mm-hmm. you guys are getting, you will be held accountable. Yeah. maybe in canon law. Yeah. Yeah, uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a good thing to talk about though, you know, because Uh I didn't know, I remember in high school, I was like, oh yeah, I'll totally get a prenup. You know, I was like, (laughs) you "Uh," you know,
0: you're talking about a prenup was me with epidurals. Oh yeah. Shoot me up with the drugs. I'm going to totally need that.
2: (laughs) So yeah, I was like, oh yeah, why
1: not? Why wouldn't I get a prenup, you know, but like, um, also, back then, I was like, "Oh yeah, I want to get married on the beach." So, I mean, there's <laughs> me too. I would fight with my dad over that. I was like, yeah. "Who are you going to tell me I can't marry someone on the beach?" He was
0: like, "As Catholics, you cannot get married on the beach." I was, I was like, like, "Well, find I a not? priest
1: to do it." I yeah. know I was like, God's on the beach too. I don't need church. <laughs> oh,
0: <my God>. oh <laughs> praise Jesus for a conversion of heart.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. We have both come a long way. Yeah. um So yeah, that was funny. Um, and, and this last one is, uh, kind of talking about, uh, canon law too, a little bit. So this will be oh, gosh. hard to get technical, you but wow.
3: Well. Hi ladies. Um, my name is Carly and I've been listening to the podcast for a while now. I'm actually binging it. I love it. It literally fell into my lab by accident. The Lord really put you guys in my life for a reason. And I had a question. So I was a cradle Catholic. I went to Catholic case of state school and then public school for high school, and now I am 23 and married, and I did not get married in the church, and it is the biggest regret of my life thus far. My husband is not Catholic. He's Protestant, and just trying to, you know, keep praying in front of him and keep Asking him to come to Mass with me and bring him to Mass and kind of convert him a little bit, but not really. I'm just show him, you know, Catholicism and its beauty. But is there a way for me to get my marriage blessed? I know that I'll never be able to have that sacramental right, but I'm just, I'm so sad. And that's kind of my like, heck no, because now I saw like Cecilia's wedding and it was so beautiful and so filled with God. And I'm, I'm just sad. So that's my heck no. My heck yes is, well, my heck no is my husband's on deployment too. But my heck yes is my dog is in training and he's doing really well. Anyway, thank you guys so much. I love you. You guys are an inspiration to me. I tell you, I tell my girlfriends about you guys all the time. And yeah, thanks.
1: Carly, your heck yes is so cute. I know. My my heck yes is my dog is really cute. Uh <laughs> so yes, there actually is a way. It's it's called a convalidation ceremony and it legalizes your marriage in the church and uh or in the eyes of the church and the eyes of God. And right. I, I haven't been to one, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't look that much different than an actual wedding ceremony does, like a nuptial mass. Right. Um, but you can absolutely do it. And your husband doesn't have to be Catholic. Um, mm-hmm. he just has to agree that, you know, he wants to raise that he'll raise the children in the church. Um mm-hmm. and, you know, all the things that you have to align with. But I'm pretty sure like you guys can even get um like wedding marriage prep. So like. Uh, actual,
0: it. like, kind uh, of start over
1: a prenuptial bit. prep, yeah, yeah. uh huh, for it so that you guys can like learn more about it and everything. But you can totally do it. Ask your ask your parish priest about convalidation or start. You know, you could start youtubing it or something. But that's the term, Um, and it's totally doable. And you should absolutely do it, especially if yeah. you, you know are continuing to practice the Catholic faith. Um, Yeah. So that you are right in the eyes of God, because I don't know, don't quote me on this, but technically, because you're not married in the church right now, I'm pretty sure it's like, it would be considered that you're like cohabitating. Yes, and I think you're right. Yeah. Um, having sex outside of marriage, technically quote, quote unquote, unquote by the Catholic yeah. church's eyes. Yeah, And mm-hmm. I will say
0: this too, Carly, um, something I've been noticing in my own life lately is like guilt and whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing and I feel uh, I've sensed a bit of like you said you were really sad and I've probably sensed a little bit of like guilt and shame and like not having made it in comparison mistake. too. yeah in comparison too. and I will say this most of the time when you're feeling that it's a nudge from God to to fix it or to not make that mistake again or to whatever. And so like, I feel guilt all the time as a mom. And a lot of times moms are just like, oh, it's mom guilt, whatever. Like just go to TJ Maxx and like, go get your nails done. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's probably God nudging me to make a different decision next time. Or he knows I could have done better or can do better right now. And you're already taking steps to do that right now. So I would say like, give yourself a little bit of encouragement and grace and continue to follow it. Yeah, exactly. So
1: yeah, this is totally a nudge from the Holy spirit. Yeah. Um, and like, you can do this. It would be mm-hmm. so fun. Put your wedding dress on again. How fun is that? Right. Right. She was like, I know,
0: I probably won't get it again. It's like, well, actually you kind of might get to.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. News is, yeah. Totally. And it can be like, so intimate and maybe even just you and your husband, like how sweet would that be? You know? Yeah. Or uh, just hire a photographer and have it be just you two. Like, that would be so sweet. Be um, really well, actually, cute. I think you need witnesses, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then them too. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it would be awesome. So look it up. It's totally doable. And um, yeah, it keep it us updated. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And I love that the Holy Spirit brought you to us. Um, i
0: know that's true i forgot about that little tidbit at the beginning
1: yeah but i know people that have been convalidated and they're actively participating in the church and their husbands still aren't catholic so okay cool yeah it's totally doable it's totally possible um uh do you know like i'm pretty sure uh heather hot yeah yeah, yeah. yes they are what is my instagram handle holy
0: hot mess mom
1: Yeah. Holy hot mess. Mom. I'm pretty sure they were not initially married in the church. Um, I don't quote me, but, but people talk about it all the time. You could totally YouTube it and look up people's stories and it's super common. You could do it too. Um, but yeah, with that, this was fun to catch up and be here. I know it ran a little long, but here
0: we are. We we took a really long break. So this is just very much on brand, very long overdue.
1: And Megan, what time is it there?
0: It is 8.30 p.m. here, and it is what time there? 11.30 a.m. So. Okay, you're getting your day good. started. This yeah. whole time I was thinking it was like 2 a.m. for you, and I was like, where's this light coming from that's on right now? <laughs> no, it's like midday. <laughs> okay, good
1: morning. Good <laughs> morning. Oh, yeah, I love this. Well, make sure to call our hotline with your what in the dang heck moments at 312-775-2615. And next week, we have a friend of mine um, coming on to talk about her story um, with her unexpected uh, daughter. So yeah, it's I'm a really so beautiful excited. story. She um, just had an unexpected pregnancy and it's been the biggest lesson in her life. So mm. It's great. You'll love her. She's hilarious. One of the funniest people I know. So check it out. I know. We'll see you next week. And check out um Pieta Papery, Hallow, and the Catholic company. You can find all the codes in the show notes.
0: Yay. We've missed you guys. See you next week. Missed you.
1: Bye. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. We'd love to hear your What in the Dang Heck moments. So call our hotline
0: at 312-775-2615.
1: And don't forget to subscribe, leave a rate and review, share with your best friend, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it. Did you guys uh, like our new intro? (laughs) And outro. Same intro, same outro,
0: but like new. (laughs) Like new and like... New and better
1: because new it's and season
0: refreshed. three and y'all deserve that kind of content from us. So,
1: yeah, yeah, tell us, and tell us you out, like it. We took out wine and just put drink in the yeah. intro because we don't drink a lot of wine, so I don't. I'd prefer to drink chai. So, we must going pretty through a dishonest. Phase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a phase. <laughs> and how about Please our cover? You-, you like that? You like that too?
0: Yeah, true. <laughs> Please tell me you like the design cover,
1: Megan New yeah. and Improved, <laughs> 2023. <inspired.
2: laughs> Yeah,
1: here we are. All right. Anyways. Bye. <laughs> Bye.